0: We have back with us today, Dave Peterson. Welcome back, Dave. Thanks. We are taking a look at the gospel reading for the sixth Sunday of Easter. It is from John chapter 16, verses 23 to 30. Uh, LSB allows it to be expanded to 31 to 33. So I'm going to read all the way to 33, and then we can talk about whether or not it should be expanded. So John— This is
1: also also Rogate, or the fifth Sunday after Easter— Mm -hmm. Just in case anybody's listening to this and confused.
0: Right. Jesus said, In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about them. In that day you will ask in my name, And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. His disciples said, Ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you not now believe? Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. All right, so the expansion, yes or no?
1: I mean, I really, I've been trying to resist these expansions with the discipline of the you know, Lutheran Missile Project, but this one I feel like we is needed because so the problem is, I don't think that the disciples' statement that everything's fine <laughs> should be left to stand as though that's legitimate, right? Mm. I mean, they say, right, oh, now you're speaking plainly, great, we got it, you don't need to talk anymore, and we're not going to ask you anymore. Um, and I think that, you know, Jesus' response, do you now believe? And then, you know, the prophecy of their failure that's gonna come here on the next day, or actually that night already, right? Is an indication that what they say is they don't Mm -hmm. understand. So if you left it it, if you ended it there, it feels like it would give them too much credit. I mean,
0: but when you're preaching on this, do you think I mean, do you really have to include it in the reading? Couldn't you just say from the pulpit, this is what they next say?
1: Yeah, you could of course <laughs> i know i'm bad i want to i just i always want to expand but this one I, th- I think this does add a lot of context and i mean i want them to hear it i there it's different for them to hear it read as the bible than for me to just paraphrase or even to read it from the pulpit i think mm-hmm. isn't it it's it's experienced different by the worshiper i think and I want them to hear it immediately in the context, not wait till the creed and the sermon and, yeah. and so forth. So maybe I'm, you're, it's absolutely fair that, of course, that is the purpose of the sermon is to explain the reading. Yeah. And part of explaining the reading is, is often, you know, context and so forth. But here I just hate to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also there is this, I mean, it is the end of the chapter, Um yeah. I mean, the chapter division comes at a reasonable place this time, you know, right. It's the last thing he says before he launches into the prayer. So, I mean, just to stop two sentences short of that also just, I I don't like it. I think, I think it's, I think I can defend myself for expanding this time. So, so, okay. So why didn't,
0: obviously you can't read back necessarily or read the minds of the people before, but then why didn't they expand it? Like if it is so necessary, why did our fathers before us not expand that? Was it, could it be, I should say, that they wanted the people to hear what the disciples said and think, oh yeah, that seems reasonable, and then just come back and say, but it's not reasonable.
1: I My suspicion is that they have a higher view of the apostles than we do, did, or they, I can't even, whatever, they they thought more of the apostles than we, than I do, mm-hmm. and I think that they're probably actually fine just leaving this confession of the disciples stand. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, you know, from in hindsight, I mean, eventually this is true of the apostles, Mm -hmm. but, but I don't know. I, you know, there, there is this like, I mean, like particularly you see this in Luther in the Genesis lectures. I mean, his reverence for the patriarchs is, I mean, it's unreasonable. I, I don't, and I don't, I don't think it's theologically defensible either. Um, but, I mean, he's doing it out of piety. He has such reverence for the patriarchs that he can't really imagine, you know, Abraham passing off Sarah as a sister for any but the purest of motives. And, I mean, I think that's ridiculous. And I think it contradicts Luther's own kind of mode of operation and how he tells us to view the saints um, as, you know, fallible sinners that receive forgiveness. But then when he talks about him, he can't see them doing any wrong, you, you know? And I think that there is that a similar. You see that, you know, even in like Walther. I mean, the way that they talk about the apostles is much more reverent than the way I talk about the apostles. And I, so, I hope okay. I'm not irreverent. Yeah.
0: Um, so, so here's the thing: I, is it that they have reverence for the apostles, or that they have reverence for the fourth commandment?
1: Oh, well, either way, I think they're wrong. <laughs> I think they go too far. I mean, I mean, I, I don't mean they're doing it from a bad motive, but I mean, I think that they're. I, I don't think we should protect the apostles and their actions. I don't think they should. I don't think they protect themselves. I mean, I mean, you know, I think Peter makes Mark write down the most embarrassing stuff. And um, so I, I think it's dangerous to protect them in a way. So, I mean, I, I, I think that, the, you know, of course, our danger is we treat them too casually as though they're just they're just normal people, but I mean, they are just normal people. I mean, the God has used them in great ways, but I don't, you know, it, ah, anyway, maybe I am, I've been accused of this many times, too flippant, too mm-hmm. casual, too familiar with these men. But I, I actually think, I mean, that—that that is driven by my own piety, which is influenced completely by Luther and the way that he tells us to view the saints as completely normal people. And I think we've got good exegetical reasons. I mean scriptural reasons to say, like in this case, they're 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 being dumb when they say this. They're being arrogant. They and and actually they're they're avoiding the confrontation that Jesus is is presenting to them. They're they're telling him in a kind of, you know, semi-polite way, okay, please stop talking. We don't want to hear any more about this. Right? We don't need to ask you anything. We got it. Good enough, right? And I think it's that what they do is inappropriate, and that's why he doesn't stop. And he says, "Do you now believe?" Meaning, no, you don't, because look what's look what you're about to do. I mean, do you
0: really think it's arrogance here? I mean, this is like the culmination of these four chapters worth of talk from chapter twelve until now, until he just begins to pray, and they've they've have questioned him. And along the way, like, what does he mean by this, and what does he mean by that? And now it's—it seems like he's explained it.
1: Well, they no, they don't ask him. They ask each other, right? I mean, that was the thing. They're like, "What does they, he knew that they were saying among themselves? What does he mean by a little while?" But none of you asks me, right? I mean, did they ask him? Yeah, where are you going? Anything? How do we know well, yeah, that, where you're okay. going no, unless true. you show us the way? All I mean, right, so they do ask him some things. Yeah.
0: So, or the you know, is it I or all the any of the other discussions that happened around the table? They are asking him stuff.
1: Um, yeah, but so, they certainly aren't tracking. They aren't tracking with him. They haven't really understood. And no, he says but they think
0: they do, but I don't know that it's out well, of pride. Is, do you think? We're well, saying,
1: or. Is it pride or is it just like exhaustion or just they want to, you know, they're just, you know, they're just, they don't want to face it. I mean, look at, he says, okay, 25, right? These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming, right? In the future, when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly. And then they say, see, now you're doing that. I, I mean, he says, I will do this in the future. Now it's figurative. And they say, see, now you are speaking plainly and and you're not using a figure of speech. I mean, that's like, that's a, the opposite of what he just said, <laughs> right?
0: Well, yeah, it appears to be such. Yes.
1: So, I mean, I think there, I, I think that there, I think the claim is, he's saying, "Look, I'm telling you difficult things that you can't fully understand just yet, um, you know," and and that's because you're going to have tribulation, but be, right, I'm going to overcome the world. The time's coming when your joy. All this stuff is coming, right? And they're like, "Hey, we get it," and right when he tells them, they don't get it, and, yeah. and that they need to wait. So maybe I'm too hard on them. Uh, well, I think I, just I mean I'm a not- little bit. I mean, I understand what you're saying, <laughs> but
0: I, I'm just trying to view this in terms of my my own my own learning from people older than me, and sometimes it is from pride, but sometimes it is like, "Oh, I I think I really think I see what you're talking about now." And it's only later that I realized I actually didn't. I don't know that it was from pride at that okay. point, but I was mistaken in well, e- what I thought okay. I understood. Does that make sense?
1: Fair. Either at- way, well, at least we can th- say they're mistaken. And their mistake is, I mean, they, there is a correspondence between their failure to understand from, mm-hmm. w- from whatever it comes uh, and their failure to be faithful in the garden and then, you know, Mm -hmm. on good friday so because he he does i mean he directly ties it right the hour is coming when you will be scattered and this is related to your not believing even though you say you believe Mm -hmm. so anyway i like the expansion there you go there you go why 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 don't they why wasn't it included i'm just guessing when i say that you know yeah our fathers thought more of the i mean i don't think i'm guessing when i say that our fathers thought more of the apostles than i do but um I mean, I'm just guessing. When that's why they're happy to leave it there, and I'm not.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So- and I
1: probably could stand some rebukes. You know, I've gotten people sometimes, particularly when people have complained about me, uh, particularly at the wedding of Cana, when I when I when I say that Mary, you know, is trying to manipulate Jesus or fails when he when she goes with the complaint, and they're like, that's not fair to Mary. Mm-hmm. so I've been complained I've been complained I don't hold Mary in high enough regard
0: yeah well
1: I'm okay I'm okay with that because I don't I mean I mean'm I'm, I'm okay with that accusation because uh well for lots of reasons but okay so uh our Lord begins was
0: there any translation issues? oh yeah
1: definitely context oh well how about uh we can get into translation just a couple words are important but you know this so verse 23 and in that day, you have this day and hour thing. So mm-hmm. that day, you will ask me nothing. Um, and then again, right? They're like, oh, we're not going to ask anything now. Anyway, the, the context <laughs> for that <a> day, <laughs> I know, but I never give anyone his due. That's my, right? I'm hard on everybody. I've, I've uh, never so experienced that. You felt that? <laughs> uh, verse 22 Therefore, you now have sorrow but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you. So that was the end of the reading two weeks ago, but that's the context, right? It's the day uh, when Jesus will see them again and their hearts will rejoice and their joy no one will take from them. That's the day that they will ask him nothing and whatever they ask the father in his name, he will give to them. Mm -hmm. So that really brings up, you know, like what day (laughs) does he mean the resurrection uh, I mean, does he mean Easter, his resurrection, or does he mean the last day? Mm-hmm. When when is the day when he will see them again, and their hearts will rejoice, and their joy no one will take from them, because that's the day that they'll no longer ask him anything, and uh, everything that they do ask in his name, the Father will give them.
0: Okay, so I don't it know. Seems like the day of the know. resurrection.
1: Uh, you mean <laughs> you mean Easter? Easter, his yeah. resurrection. His yeah. resurrection. I think, I think that's the whole
0: little while thing.
1: Correct. Uh, Yeah, probably. That's the whole little while thing. I mean, though, I think that's a little bit ambiguous as well, but I I think you're right. I think it, I think that it's, but it's kind of both at the same time. And that's why it's figurative language because, uh, whatever, whatever you ask the, whatever is figurative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the
0: thing uh, too, because then he says, because I'm going to the father So those two things are held together. The the little while you will not see me, and again, you will see me, and because I'm going to the Father. So it it seems as though there are two little whiles.
1: Yeah. And I think there's a certain sense in which this is maybe part of this is because he's speaking from the eternal perspective, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: we are stuck in time. And so for him, there's a sense – I mean, not that he doesn't know that this is different for us – but there's a sense in which you know this is that sort of already not yet. There's an eschatological tension that everything is complete mm-hmm. and everything is given, and yet, you know, everything isn't given. I mean, there's there are still lacks. Okay. So there's, are still things lacking.
0: So if if the little while in that hour, if that refers to Jesus' resurrection, what is the plainness of speech that comes to the apostles that is recorded for us. is,
1: is uh, A plainness a plainness in the resurrection in the Easter speech or, or a plainness in the last day? Which one are the, you asking?
0: I, I'm saying a plainness in speech when Jesus appears to them again after Jesus' own resurrection. Because he says in that day, I will speak to you plainly, but now I've used figurative speech, right? So if right. the little while— is the that they will not see him and then see him is the little while between good friday and easter sunday on easter sunday what is the plainness of speech that he gives to them regarding what he's talking about here going to the father and such that makes what he said here more plainly accessible
1: then i think what it is is that they are they no longer need any more teaching so he has so they don't have to ask him anything more about doctrine mm-hmm. and he's he's told them plainly about the father and in the resurrection it's made clear and they now recognize and have all of the instruction and training that they need okay and i think that's a and i think that's a legitimate and right reading i just don't think it's probably the full reading
0: so if it if in that day it refers to the resurrection of all. What is the plainness of te- the plainness of speech versus the figurative speech that they will have?
1: Uh, then that what they will have is they will have no sorrow, hmm. and they will have full contentment, peace, and joy that no one takes from them, and they'll hmm. be perfectly at one with the Father without so, sin.
0: So, in that sense, it's the Saint Paul. Now I see in a mirror. But dimly. But then I will see face to face that that type right. of plainness. That yeah. now we we have a veil, sort of, kind of. But
1: yeah, okay. Now we live by faith, things unseen, mm-hmm. and and uh, then then it won't be by faith in the same way.
0: So it will be by love,
1: by love, and it it'll be the and there's a boldness. Three is love. So I like the translation openness, maybe better than plainly. Mm-hmm. I mean maybe that's just nuance but so that there that the father there's nothing hidden so the opposite of parousia is crypto right so the opposite of plain is hidden but so plain I don't know if, yeah so openness I think is a better translation um plain implies to me a kind of simplicity um as opposed to complexity and I think that that actually this is the father actually withhold the, the current. It's not complexity that makes it unplain at this point, but it's actually the father hiding that there are things hidden from us, and that. So anyway, that's I don't know if that helps mm-hmm. or if that makes any sense. Yeah. So
0: I mean, this is the word used for like the freedom of speech in the yeah ancient Athens, right? So that you mean like openness uh, in that sense that. They can speak freely and not in riddles,
1: right? Or not? You know what's what? I mean, in our day, not in politically correct speech. Okay, this is this is speech without fear, right? Boldness. Mm-hmm. So we stand before God according to this parousia. We are we are both known and we know, and we don't have to right. We're not hiding anything, mm-hmm. and we're not we're not you know we're not nervous about how this will be perceived. I mean, won't that be a joy? But why?
0: Why is our Lord concerned about that? Is oh, it? He's it, not. Go ahead. Is it, it? Does this go back to that Isaiah passage? And when he and he gives in Luke the reason that he speaks in parables to hide these things from the things from the from those who think they understand when they don't.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. And that you know, right now, our duty is to live by faith. Mm-hmm. and it has not been given to us to have perfect and full knowledge of all things mm-hmm. and so this is this is what it is uh, to be a man is to live by faith and the time will come when faith right won't just be things unseen so you know he's this has to do with right i mean this is the whole revelation i mean this isn't the word apocalypse here this isn't the word for revealing or uncovering, mm-hmm. but it's related, that the time's gonna come when it's gonna be uncovered and there's gonna be this full intimacy. That's the other thing. It's a kind of I think openness has an implication of intimacy and honesty,
0: mm-hmm.
1: trust, right? There's the weird thing that sort of it's I mean there is a kind of there is a kind of trust that Christ has in the apostles, despite what he knows about them. Mm-hmm which I think is a really interesting right why I mean it's a it's a strange honor that he bestows upon fallible men to preach the gospel mm-hmm. and to take on this work and to trust them to do it not that he not that he's naive about how good they'll be at it but he, I mean I mean you could say of course what he really trusts is the spirit to you know to enable and to do this but he does he has a confidence in them to carry this out he honors them he includes them and there's an, an openness there. Okay. So I mean, I don't think it was a good idea. You know, I have some ideas about how he could have done it more reasonably, but <laughs> I mean, doesn't it seem like right? Why why doesn't he just doesn't this seem like a good job for the angels? I mean, they're messengers. Why don't you let them preach the gospel? Then, you know, it seems like it would go a lot better. It's 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 amazing right, it, of course, it's because of the dominion that is given to Adam in the yes, beginning. that's exactly and what it is. I mean I, I mean, I know why it is in a way. I, I don't I don't but but I mean, there is a certain sense in which it's like why the, it, you could just do or, or you know for that matter, he could just do it himself, yeah, no, <laughs> but this is the curse. so it's not, so
0: the undoing of the curse is enduring the curse, yeah, right yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So you go out and have dominion by the word of God which is what you should have done in the beginning, yeah. and you will eat by the sweat of your brow, and you'll have all these weeds and thistles and nonsense to deal with. And so, you know, go. Get get after yeah. it.
1: Well, there's also a kind of, I think, um, he's you know, we just sort of want to slink away from our duty and pretend like, you know, Whatever it's just too hard, too impossible. We're too weak. You know, even, even John the Baptist. See here, I'll even, I'll even disparage poor John, right? When he says that, you know, he, he doesn't want to baptize Jesus. Um, you know, he's that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to carry out his office. Yeah. And Jesus is gentle with him, but he does say, right? It is I can't. Does he say it is necessary, or does he say it's good? I can't remember now. Uh, for us to fulfill all righteousness, is it, Is it? It is necessary. Um, Excessus, excessus ten, right? It is necessary, not callous. So, I mean, there there is this not optional, right? John is, John is, you know, from his according to his old man, you know, that is creating doubt in him, and he's shrinking back from his vocation, and he's, you know, Jesus doesn't let him do it, and Jesus doesn't let us do it either, and you know, there is a kind of real. He, he calls us to a manliness, right, to, to, in the best sense of the word, whether we're male or female, to actually be true humans, to, true men, and to do our jobs even though we don't do them perfectly. So it's like your your father isn't going to say, look, you know, I told you how to mow the lawn. You did a crappy job. Um, that I, You can't do it anymore. You're too stupid to do it. You know, your dad says, no, you're, you're going to learn how to do this, and you're going to keep doing it. And, you know, it, it, isn't, it isn't what it should be. Uh, it will get there. And, you know, in the meantime, it's going to sort of be good enough, and we're going to endure it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a it, – it's a, it's a really – I mean, I, the, the word that comes to me, and I've already said it, but it's, it's, it's an honor that he includes us in this work, mm-hmm. that he gives us a part in this kingdom. And uh, so, is this yeah. is
0: this the the idea that you know when we get up, we should recognize that everything that we do and all that we are is coram Deo, is before God. Period, yeah. and that we should entrust or hand over the work of our hands to His blessing, but do it with an eye towards that we are doing it in His presence.
1: Yeah and and not and as sons right not as slaves yeah so you know the son wants to there's part of the son at least that wants to mow the lawn and that wants to try again and that wants to please the father and is not terrified right of punishment or of you know of the father's displeasure mm-hmm. he he doesn't want to disappoint the father but he's not in doubt he's not like well you know last time I did this and I, whatever, I didn't do it as, I missed a part or I left a pile of grass somewhere. I, did, I made a mistake. I did something wrong. And uh, whether mm-hmm. it's because of laziness or ignorance or whatever,
0: yeah. you
1: know, and I don't want to do that again. But I'm not like, I'm afraid that my father's going to hate me because of this, or he's going to kill me, or he's going to torture me. Or I'm not just trying to avoid punishment. I, 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 I proceed with optimism because my father is also encouraging me. Yeah. So last time I didn't do it quite as, I didn't do it as well as I should have. And he pointed it out and that sucked and I didn't like it. And maybe there were consequences. Maybe I had yeah. to redo it. Maybe I had to pay for the gas. Maybe I, but you know, I'm still coming at this again with renewed zeal because in that rebuke, there was encouragement. He mm-hmm. didn't say, you know, you can't do this. You're not capable. You're an idiot.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, he said, you, you're better than this. And and here's how you're supposed to do it. Remember, and let's do it again. And, yeah. and there's an encouragement and an honor there.
0: Yeah, there's something that's just happened to me recently. You know, my, my oldest boys, they, they played baseball. And, and now my youngest boy is playing baseball. And I know that this happened with my oldest boys. But I just only, like, recognized it this year when my youngest was playing. That after everything he did, he would look at me to see what my response was like after every hit, every swing, every throw, every grounder, every catch, everything his his first look was not to his coach or any, but to me. Like was I smiling? Was I uh, in approval? And it just hit me like wow. Like this is what we've forgotten to do with our father in heaven. Like we've learned not to do that. Right? And we should we need to learn it again. To look for yeah. his approval and all these things, and I mean, he, my, my kids were well aware that they were doing all of this in my view, in my presence.
1: Well, maybe I think maybe we should. I like that. I think maybe we should. I'd modify that and say we should learn to to, to look to God, expecting approval. Mm-hmm. Your kid hits the ball and he looks at you. He he ex- he's looking at you because he wants to, he expects and wants to see you smiling, yeah. cheering. Right, mm-hmm. he's not like, I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna like this, it's not the ball's not gonna go far enough, you know. That's that's not his, that's not right. He he totally expects your approval, right?
0: I don't know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> poor kid. Yeah. You thought well, I-, I was hard on people. Well, <laughs> no, I mean,
0: you know, if well, he I mean, if he's done done better, better, mean- <laughs> I will tell him that you know. This was fine, but you know, you can get more consistent if you do this and you know remember. But some of the
1: times. time but I mean sometimes he does it right. I mean, sometimes he does it well and he knows and he yeah, feels yes, yeah, sure. yeah, so, not-
0: but I'm saying like in all <laughs> things, he's always looking whether yeah, yeah. he did it well or not. He wants he doesn't he doesn't care what the crowd is doing. Right. You know, if they're cheering, he wants to know what I think. That's my He's point. He still,
1: though, I th- I still think he expects you to be approving. He expects you to be approving of the, even if it, even if it, of the, of the effort. He expects,
0: he expects- me to tell him what is true and best. That's what I think. Yeah. Whether okay. he, I think- what, he, what he did was right or wrong, he knows that I am going to, I'm going to be straight with him.
1: Okay, he ex- he expects goodness. What's he expects that. goodness? I will agree to that. He expects goodness. He's not fearful of wickedness. No, or, no, he right ex- abuse he- or punishment even.
0: Yeah, no. In, yeah. So, anyway.
1: Well, you're. It's a good. It's a good illustration. Uh, I think. I think. By the way, illustrate the best illustrations are always with children. Those are the best because it's the most. the, the it's. That is the that is the language that is most dominant in scripture of what it is to be a Christian mm-hmm. is the the most dominant language is familial and mm-hmm. the most dominant amongst that is, is that of right, we're the children of God. Mm-hmm. So those are the those are the when we can see how the pattern and, and the other thing is we've all been children.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. And in some ways still are.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay, so so this is all wrapped up together in terms of his the, the day of his resurrection and then the day of his return. Um, yeah. So
1: I wonder if day that's another. So I wonder if day is it means something because he he changes then right to hour um, mm-hmm. uh, from day it goes from from day in that day you you will ask in my name we get again but then it changes in in verse thirty one right? The hour is coming. And there was another, what's the other place? I thought there was another place where there was hour.
0: Well, it was in the previous one, wasn't it? The previous oh, maybe
1: that's where I am. Uh, but I wonder if, yeah, that's what it is. You're right. Yeah. So you have you have the hour laid earlier and then day. So do you I think know, there's a is-
0: distinction between the hour, which is that of, of suffering, uh, and then the day is that of rejoicing.
1: Well, that's what I, I mean, I think hour, right? His hour is his glorification on the cross. And I think hour is deliberate from day because, you know, it's shorter. <laughs> I mean, and um, <laughs> really, yeah, sorry, that was so <laughs> profound, <laughs> but I think that that is, I think that there is a distinction that the hour of glorification, the hour of crucifixion is, is short. And the idea of the day being eternal um so so is he you know,
0: so they, they, they don't he's when he's talking about a little while a little while and he's talking about the suffering or the sorrow um the the, the lipe, is he is he trying to say that this is passing away that this is transitory
1: I think maybe I don't know but I wonder if that's the, if there's if that's a deliberate you know distinction because it's in that day that you will ask me, you will ask in my name, right? And it's mm-hmm. in that day that these things will happen. But your scattering—that's just an hour. Uh, my glory, mm-hmm. my crucifixion—that's just an hour. Uh, your tribulation and sorrow—that's an hour. Mm-hmm. So,
0: okay. So, what are they asking of him? Just doctrinal questions, or are they asking about when will you establish the kingdom? The, all of that sort of thing. Maybe that's still. Uh, doctrinal question
1: I know now I it's interesting I think so he switches he uses this word for ask I I te-o, um, which I I don't know these these words I so some of the dictionaries say that this usually means asking for information so asking questions whereas eretao, which he switches to in verse 26 I can't remember how the ESV translated it so the New King James has, "In that day, you will ask in my name, I ta'o, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you." That's eratao, so eratao type thing. Yeah, re- that's like a request for uh, yeah request for something as mm-hmm. opposed as request for information. Not always, but I mean, so the words are closely related. I don't know if we can. So if if ask for information in that day, you will ask me nothing. That might that might mean doctrinal information and like you're so maybe maybe he's saying look you know in the resurrection finally this will all be clear you've had your seminary training out you go you you know what you need to know and uh yeah you can write the bible and perform miracles and found the church but mm-hmm. then i don't know that's a possibility I, I don't know if i could be that narrow i i think overall this is really just generic language mm-hmm. for prayer that that to, at that day you'll ask me nothing, means we'll have no lack, wh- whether of knowledge or of material mm-hmm. goods or of right. Yeah, in the whatever.
0: gospels, sometimes this uh, iteto oh, is used for beggars. With yeah, which they're not th-
1: asking for information. No. So. Right.
0: Um, but maybe yeah. maybe it's you're not going to be beggars. Yeah. Maybe there's well, a I distinction. In no a, lack. A type of person. Like, so you're not going to mm. be a beggar to God, asking. In, in in that you are begging, but that you have a different standing, and so you're going to erotao, which maybe relates to a full citizen. A full citizen has paresia, a full citizen has the ability to erotao, not to beg.
1: Though in 23, it's still the second time, it's also like tao whatever you ask the Father I name, he will give you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so it's still using it the that. begging Never mind. language. <laughs> yeah, and so, so he uses. I don't know. I, I, I think maybe I don't. I don't think we should get too caught up in. I, I think it probably is. So you is he ask? Is it asking about doctrinal questions? I think it's probably all of it. It's just what we ask in prayer. Reveal yourself to me. Reveal your love to me. Strengthen my faith. Give me enough to eat. Make my beloved love me. I mean, mm-hmm. all the things that we need, right? Well, Which so again, it's the okay, disciples
0: totally it's the disciples who are using Erotaho so maybe they have sense that uh to go along with your um hating on the disciples uh, <laughs> th- they have this sense of yeah we ha- we have a different standing, so we don't need to uh question you you know because we have you know the same standing now and he's saying, no, you will always in this sense be beggars of God mm. I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It Could uh, yeah, I mean, I, I it bugs me too I when they because like it, it's poo pooing the disciples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's outrageous when they say, "So, I mean, now we are sure that you know all things." Okay, that's good, and we have no need that anyone should question you, as as though the only purpose of their questions was to determine whether or not he knew all things. Right. I mean, that, that's a, that's right. What do you mean you have no need? I mean, they have a lot of need again because they're they're about to fail, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, so that back to that arrogant idea, maybe. Anyway, I think this is probably just. I think we can. I think we rightly would apply these passages as a promise, as a promise for prayer. Okay. That we have access to the Father through the Son, and this promise that He hears and answers our prayers. Mm-hmm. And what about the and, and, your joy and, may be full, huh? And
0: so we have access to the Father through the Son uh, in the Spirit, because the, yeah. the the paraclete is coming. He's being given to us.
1: That's true. Yeah, and there has been a bunch of paraclete talk just before this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And tribulation is coming. Uh, so, all right, we talked about the speaking plainly. And again, you get into this verse 26, right? You will ask in my name, I shall not say that I shall pray the Father for you. The Father himself loves you." Oh, here's kind of a fun. that the, John uses phileo here for love. The father himself fillet owes you, and you have fillet owed me, or because you have fillet owed me, right? So he uses the uh, he doesn't I mean, John doesn't use Agape here. Yeah. That kind of goes with your beggar language, or your, your kind of beggar idea. Yeah. Or slave versus son idea.
0: Yeah, because he's gonna he's <clears throat> he's saying he's not going to erotao the father on our behalf, but we will be able to iteo the father. Yeah. So hmm. I mean, is this like he's in a sense is he putting well, yeah. them in their place, and then they still don't get that he's putting them in their place? So he has to re <laughs> <laughs> he has to restate it. Say, do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come <laughs> when you will be scattered, each to his own home.
1: See, see how easy it is for me to corrupt you to uh, my disparaging of the apostles. <laughs> I don't think.
0: Again, I don't think it's from pride. I think it's from misunderstanding. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's all it's all pride and for Aquinas.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, it all it's all rooted and right, but yeah. Anyway, I was just going to check this. Yeah, where does he? Where do they? Where does he use? Where does he say "atao" after he changes to "eratao"? He uses erotao for, he, for him to describe his own he's not gonna erotao the father. Yeah. So and he says, In that day, say,
0: in that day, I will erotao, you will erotao nothing of me. Truly I say to you, whatever you They say, okay. I te'o the father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now oh, then, you have I nothing in my name, I te'o, and you will receive gotcha. that your joy may be full. Yeah, that's right. And then he says, In that day hmm. you will I te'o in my name, and I do not say that I will erota'o the father on your back. Right.
1: Right. Okay. And then they, they use, we have no need that anyone should erato you, erota'o you. Yeah, we don't need to ero- <laughs> Because we believe that you are God, that you have come from God. Mm-hmm. And, you, and uh, yeah, and then, yeah. So he, I was thinking maybe he said ita'o again in that second, but he doesn't.
0: Mm-mm. No, not okay. not in that part. Not in the Yeah, yeah. The, that's fine. The the pieces left off in the right. Oh, he doesn't say it in the He expansion. just
1: talks about their He just talks about he says Do you now believe but indeed the hour is coming and has come that you'll be scattered. Um leave me alone. So is what, Jesus, is
0: what Jesus is saying erotaoing them? <laughs> so no, we're going I'm going to I'm going to ask you things and you're going to need to itao the father on my behalf
1: is he what's he asking them to stay with him to uh, stay awake and to make
0: to, confession to yeah yeah to, to be faithful to yeah yeah and I they mean, don't change so that they around don't. this is what he's asking us and yeah because he's asking this of us we need to ask the father in his
1: name oh i like it i like it a lot yeah 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 <clears throat> something is asked of them and their response should be to pray. Mm-hmm. For, and then so he then demonstrates space, which what, is what to he, do. It's just what he tells them in the garden then when they fall asleep. Pray yeah, yeah. lest you fall into temptation. So I mean, yeah, the, the, here's what I'm asking you to do stay awake. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you going to stay awake? You've got to ask You've got to ask for help to stay awake. Yeah. So,
0: Which means yeah, that's once good, you're asking, that's a good- you've got to also listen.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So it does
0: go back to the word.
1: And it would require humility to do that, which would mean the problem. <laughs> oh, I hope you asked me to preach your funeral.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh goodness. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's an inter- it's a it's a of course it's the, it's this, you know, kind of Johannine circular convoluted thing too. Which is hilarious. I just love that he tells them he's speaking in figurative language. And then they say, oh, now you're not speaking figuratively. <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. It really is hilarious. And uh, so and I mean, certainly nobody's going to say, right? When, he, when Jesus asked the question, do you now believe, right? The answer to that question is no, right? I mean, it, it is a, when they say, by this we believe that you came forth from God. Oh, do you now believe? Well, you're about to follow what you're about to fail, Mm-hmm. I mean, that's interesting, too. And yet, of course, but then in that same even though you know there's that rebuke, but then in that that same thing, right, this is again in the expansion, thirty one to thirty three three I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace, right In the world you will have tribulation, but right, have courage. Yeah. I have conquered the world. So th- there is this right, even though there's a rebuke here, there is also this promise. Yeah. And this recognition that, look, you think you understand, you don't. But I've still spoken words that have power and that will bring peace and mm-hmm. will bring comfort in tribulation when you need it.
0: Yeah. And,
1: uh, you, you know, you you are going to fail and leave me alone, but I'm not alone. And I think by implication, I'm not going to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've spoken to you, right? So there there is this, I mean, and I love this, you know, uh, have courage language too uh so you, you really you've got a promise of joy of peace of courage and of love in this and right? a victory they, they do the end victory yeah i mean they do he does say even though right do you i mean do you now believe and the answer is no but not all the way no and he has said that you love me yeah which is high praise right the father loves you because you have loved me and have believed that i came forth from god and mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, he does he does acknowledge their faith while rebuking their faith, and he acknowledges their love while rebuking their failure to be steadfast. Mm-hmm. It's it is it is a remarkably paternal, like back to your kind of baseball example. Yeah, right. You did this good. You did this well. You could have done better here.
0: Yeah, right. I, I think you they know? expect both of those things. They yeah, I think that's fair. The okay. honesty I'll, I'll, of yeah. where there's improvement. I think they actually want it too. They want the improvement. Mm. I I like
1: this. I like this. I hadn't thought of this when I was preparing for this, but I like this kind of paternal. I like this. He says both. You believe, but you don't believe. (laughs) Right? You love, but you're you don't love. Mm -hmm. You know, it's sort of like, well, you you hit the ball, but you also took your eye off the ball. Yeah. Um, So you're You look to me for approval, but you also looked at that girl. (laughs) 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 You uh so so
0: Jesus asking them then to believe and love more.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, that's well said, right? He, he's it's not that they don't have any faith; they're not unbelievers. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe Peter will be, um, and Thomas obviously is at yeah. some point. But I mean, you know, they're yeah.
0: Well, I mean, maybe that's the thing. Um, well, if you go to jo- the rest of John, you have this is what Jesus asks: stop being faithless, but believing. Yeah. Um, and then, and then and to then Peter at the end, do you feed, love me?
1: Yeah, feed my sheep, love. Yeah. I don't know. There you go. Those are good connections. Good connection to the Garden of Gethsemane, which follows immediately, yes. and then to the Stay resurrection in right? yeah. the end. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So your love, and this is not just generic belief and generic love or generic staying awake. It's, it's associated with certain things to do. So you stay awake by asking the Father, right? By prayer, by prayer, you uh, are not being faithless by believing in the words that uh, that have been spoken. You are loving by tending and feeding to the the sheep in your care. So it's yeah. not as though it's just like an abstract, you know, um, stay awake believe and love, but there, in other words, there are actual activities to do that go along with it.
1: Yeah. And they're, they're mostly activities of, of language, right. Of speaking, right. Mm. Praying is is speaking, confessing is speaking, Um, you know, listening and speaking. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I, you know, there is a, there is kind of a connection there too, I think in what they're in, in the, even as he is open with them, they are to be open. You know, mm-hmm. their faith isn't secret, hidden under a bushel, you know, that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So what are you gonna preach on? Uh well I didn't have I didn't break this down into the normal topical things, but I really like this um I think I th- I wrote down here this kind of paternal character of this speech to see sort of both rebuke and encouragement, mm-hmm. you know, uh, praise and and also warnings. I mean, there's this really, in a way, I I don't I don't think I've ever th- conceived of this pass these passages before as being so paternal
0: mm-hmm.
1: in in the best sense of the word, right? So is there
0: is there a sense in which then the disciples are already kind of seeing. Their direct speech to the Father in this way, by Jesus yeah, maybe. speaking this way,
1: yeah. I mean, there. Is, I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, when they say, "Okay, so right," see, you are speaking plainly, using no figure of speech. I mean, again, like you were saying, I mean, they're probably they're sort of half right. I mean, they don't say something utterly ridiculous. It sounds kind of ridiculous, but I mean, there is a sense in which you know they do they do believe that he has come forth from God. They do. They are certain that he knows all things. Um, You know, they might be, I still think they might be a little bit arrogant in thinking that they don't need to ask him anything else. But, you know, it's maybe arrogant like the kid that thinks he's going to hit a home run. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe they have a little bit unrealistic and, you know, inexperienced expectation of what they're capable of. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's not a completely, the confidence is not completely misplaced. Is it, right? is I it mean the, the difference between pride and bombast or something like that? Or mm. You do not
0: see, you know, that you have this, you have this great confidence in something or an ability. Uh, I wouldn't say that's the hubris. Sometimes it can be. Right. right. I, I'm thinking like, uh, you know, a child's understanding of that, you know, they believe what others have told them, and then yeah. they, they they take it to eleven.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> we don't want to. I mean, right? I mean, there. I, I mean, there is an appropriate optimistic confidence, right? Yeah, like, I mean, you need to have some expectami, mean, right? If you're gonna, you're never gonna. I mean, you'll never hit the ball if you if you talk yourself out of it. I mean you got to believe it's possible and believe you're going to do it and envision it and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you know, sticking with your baseball thing. Yeah. Right. So I I think we would, we would make a distinction between pride and confidence, even if the confidence is naive. Yeah. Um, And I don't think we would necessarily, maybe, I don't know that we would discourage it completely. We might, we might want to sort of, you know, we might want to um, kind of, uh, Control the expectations a little bit, you know, but at the same time, we wouldn't want to squash it. Yeah. Right? We, the so kid that's should be having
0: here is that yeah. there is a right kind of confidence that they have, yeah. but it's, um, and he doesn't want to squash it, but he wants to m- make it more realistic. Like, yeah. you know, the best players in baseball, you know, only hit the ball three times out of 10 at bats. Right. Right. Uh, so your expectation should be realistic in this regard. It you're capable of it, but yeah. it's not going to be like you do it every time.
1: Right. And, you know, there's a certain, um, you know, okay. Swing for the fences. Um, you know, there's a, there's a kind of danger in that as well. Sure. You know, sometimes some, so, I mean, maybe, maybe, you know, part of this is, look, I, I know you want to hit a home run. Of course, that's what we want you to do too. Um, you know, but maybe, you know, swinging as hard as you can, isn't the right tactic, you mm-hmm. know, when the bases are loaded and, you know, there's a time to just get a run right. rather than be the hero. Yeah. And so maybe this is sort of like, look, I, I know you, I know you want to hit a grand slam, but we just need a run. So let's do what's, what's good and what's right. And what's more obtainable and be realistic. I mean, maybe that's part of the kind of, lowering of expectations without squashing the confidence Mm
0: -hmm. yeah or not just lowering expectations but looking at um context yeah this is what we need and so all yes is what we need and and and, and you're you
1: know you're yeah we don't want to squash your confidence but you want to hit a grand slam that's not just confidence that's that's pride okay all right maybe that's maybe that's part of it there's you know there's a mix here we you know um and of course I mean it is I mean look we've been there right you trust me I want to hit the grand slam right oh yeah <laughs> so I mean you get up there I mean there is a there is a real temptation in that moment to 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 not do the mm. best thing for the team or even for the win but to want the glory so yeah that's a good illustration I think
0: yeah and so and in that sense <clears throat> is that what our lord is doing is Remember that Hmm. you're working for a team under the captain. You're not Lone Rangers. So this is not about you. It's about the Father. Yeah. Um, And even what I'm all about is about the Father. Right. Yeah. So I mean, this is... He's giving them his own example to say, this isn't about glorifying me. This is about glorifying the Father. And in glorifying the Father, Jesus is glorified.
1: Right. I'm not going to tell you plainly about myself.
0: Yeah. But
1: I'm going to tell you plainly about the Father.
0: But yeah, if you no, if you right. seek also to glorify the Father, yeah. lo and behold, you also will be glorified. So are we asking then that we would always remember that we're on
1: we're on a team? Hmm. Boy, that really has the potential to go very flaky. Yeah, but, it does. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do though. No, I think that's right though. I, it is right because we, and we do need that reminder and recognition, right? That, I mean, we live in community, love your neighbor. I mean, all this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. this is absolutely right and a part of it. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. So and there's know-
1: where your joy is full, by the way. So bring it full circle. How is your joy full, right? Your joy is never full when it's alone. Yeah. Right. Your your fullness fullness of joy is only possible as a community reality. Yeah.
0: There's or, no singular joy. Yeah. Or when the father is with you.
1: Yeah, well, which is community, right? Yeah, it I is, mean this but, is,
0: yeah. but receiving the praise from the father, not from men.
1: Yeah. What I would say, I think though, the greater the greater joy, the full joy, is to receive the praise from the father with your teammates. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> right? So that that Everybody get, get real flaky. There's no I in Jesus. so
0: <laughs> Except in Greek.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. There, there's a lot that could be done there. The baseball thing could get out of hand, but you could do no, some. You could, it it could be I mean, done
0: well. I don't know that I'd want to preach on that. Um, a
1: baseball sermon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I could see myself making the reference in Bible class. I don't know if I could do it from the pulpit.
1: I mean uh, I could. But I, just- a little bit. I mean you I I think you could do you could do you could do it once. I mean you mm-hmm. could do one thing. You, you know, you could you could talk about the the son wanting to looking to this to the father in the stands for approval. Mm-hmm. I mean I think I think if you tried to make this an extended metaphor and keep talking about it,
0: yeah, I think it's it would get sick. it would
1: be very flaky. And yeah. I mean people might like it, but it'd be you shouldn't do it. Yeah. I mean that gets that gets uh, yeah, it's distracting. And then it becomes just too much about the metaphor and how clever it is. And it it really, it just, it distracts from the actual point you're trying to make. So
0: so is there a sense in which our Lord is saying, if you ask of the Father, you also will not be alone because he will be with you because he's listening to
1: you? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe, and look at my example. You're, you're going to leave me, but I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. So if you have the Father, you're not alone either, even if you have these tribulations and um, even if, you know, these other things happen. Okay. All right. Um, anything that you wanted to
0: get to that we didn't? No, I didn't have a. I didn't have a big list. Sorry. It's all right. All right. Well, we'll pick up again with uh, Exaudi, the seventh Sunday of Easter, uh next time, depending on how you count. Yeah, or the sixth <laughs> Sunday after Easter.
1: <laughs> right. Or I think it's actually isn't it isn't it called it's actually the Sunday after Ascension. Ascension. Yeah. I think that's the, yeah. Okay, thank you.